Okay. Uh, hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. It's the Agency of My Monday show, which is recorded live at 7 p.m. on Twitch, BST, uh, 7 p.m., uh, 7 p.m. BST. Do join us. I'm joined by Mr. Nathan Prescott, my co-host for over six years now on the OS Monday show. Nathan, how you doing? <clears throat> Hiya. Yeah, doing, doing all right. Thank you. And you? Uh, how are you doing? Lovely. Very excited to talk about the GHB... 2023 today uh mainly because of my primal energy i woke up this morning i mm. had two livers uh a, a rodent scrotum for dinner and or for breakfast and also some bone marrow so pretty pretty primal today uh but mm -hmm. i'm also joined by almost as long almost for as long almost for six years five years dan's been joined on the show dan is here dan live what up how are you uh, I'm fantastic. I got into the primal energy this morning by instead of going for a little jog with all of my gear, with my headphones in and everything, I stripped completely naked, not even shoes and socks, and ran across, uh, ran all along the Vancouver foreshore. Uh, now, look, did I surprise and shock some families? Yes. Did I get some weird looks? No. Mostly it was impressed. But running in the buff has me feeling hella primal hella primal to talk about this ghb the thing i'm excited about for this ghb more than anything is that games workshop have given us the excuse to get hella ripped a lot of push-ups a lot of naked running yeah a lot of uh i've watched some documentary that yeah some sun <laughs> like i don't know if anyone's seen it but you can sun your butthole uh in the sun that does add a lot of primal energy into the uh the if you're fo following chakras the uh the root chakra or the butt hole uh, okay sweet yeah sweet rooting the butt i have to give that a go uh, have you ever sunned your butthole real real talk i burnt my ass once sunburnt it yeah the cheeks because i'm talking about yeah. open, i'm talking about no, opening the up the the, the, the cursed cheeks. gates the cheeks is the closest the opening the cursed gates does <laughs> <laughs> the cheeks dan ever 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 uh, uh, I've, gone i've i've never shone the vitamin d uh onto the the chili ring um but you know <laughs> it is something that that apparently you do need a good amount of vitamin D, you know, to keep you balanced. It's, it's seasonal affective disorder is a thing over here where there is actually a winter. So maybe that's the next answer. Maybe, um, maybe that's that's what what the Canadians are missing and why they all get sad in the winter. Not enough butthole sun. Kenny has just said that you should sun bleach the eye of terror at least once a week. Uh, <laughs> incredible in world yeah, but, joke there. But, but the uh, the issue is when the Eye of Terror explodes and disgorges a Black Crusade, like see, that's when uh, that's when it's hard to shine the light back. <laughs> see, this is why uh, we no longer use the Monday Show to do in-depth analysis of books. Yeah, and instead it's whatever the hell this is going to be. So, uh, hello everyone. Before we do get on with the GHB, which I'm sure will it be at some point in the future, sometime between butthole cracking and talking about eating bone marrow, uh, I just want to see and let you. I want to let the my co-host just tell everyone how they've been nathan you've been away well, tell me how you've been have you been able to do any warhammer what's been happening how are you uh no i've not done very much warhammer for ages now i think the last bit of warhammer i did was that tournament at your place a couple of months ago now yeah yeah so no since then uh no i haven't i've got some cruel boys to build I bought half of uh, another Dominion box of Cool Boys 
Well, for two halves. <laughs> I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> so now I'm going to build some more hobgots and gut drippers and another one of those dudes on a rat thing. And oh yeah. my god. I love that you, you saying that broke Rob. Like, like the second you were like, Why? I've got more, <laughs> I've got more cruel boys. Rob's just like mind was like, I can't. How do I? It doesn't even. It's cruel boy summer, Rob. It's cruel it's boy the, summer. It, it's just the most Nathan Prescott thing ever. Like you don't need Warhammer. <laughs> no, I've just been like, obviously I've been working, and then I played at yours recently. But I did while I was like just faffing around or whatever just think you know what yeah cruel boys finally i'll get into it <laughs> like, the, like the time. zero motivation um yeah. like, like it's not the, the okay amazing uh okay well that's fun. great uh, that does bring us into a bit of news so i'm gonna jamie this bad boy and segue mm. over have you seen there's the new cruel boys war cry war band has been announced have you guys seen mm. this nathan have you caught up oh, with I, yeah i saw some pictures i didn't read anything stories about it i just saw some pictures somewhere i think somebody put a picture on twitter and i saw it's the one with the baboons and then mm -hmm. some lads running around with sticks and stuff yeah there is a yeah. there, there is an, an egg grot so there's a grot who holds yes. eggs what? yeah an egg yep. grot oh cool i missed that yeah Oh, yeah. the dude up at the top. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's holding an egg. Cool. He's an egg grot. He's, That's an egg. Yeah. Sunny side grot. I mean, it's not like... It's a fantasy egg. So... Okay. I'm not... Cool. It also looks like his Two hat is made out of uh, a, a skink or a, a saurus, like, like, head plate or something like that. Yeah. Now Nathan's saying, is that an egg? It's... And I don't want to derail the show any further than where we were previously. But if we think about Sunhole Button and don't take a trip too far up the body, it looks uh. kind of like what I imagine a nut looks like. Oh, yeah. One of the Mega Gargan testicles. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... that's I, I mean, I reckon they'd be bigger. No, they'd be bigger than that. Uh, bigger than a grot. Surely. I Maybe reckon. just an ale guzzler's got testicles yeah yeah it's an it's yeah. it's stone this, is, this nah yeah nah. stone horn it's not sharp and stony no, no, I see. <laughs> like a like a stone horn <laughs> testicle would be look like it was Wrong carved color. out of obsidian <laughs> like a geo yeah, i'm rob this is the kind of hard-hitting journalism that people come to a monday show for so i'm glad we're addressing this right now we are addressing this this is what we're doing okay um is there a story about these guys yeah they're, they're they're beast hunters bad. yeah they're beast hunters they got baboons uh they've got baboons so they so they train up um so what they do is they go hunt like they don't just uh, hunt beasts and kill them like a bone splitter instead they hunt beasts and they kind of train them and uh like use them as like beasts of war sometimes they kill them but like they oftentimes will go out there and uh, and like train them up so the baboons um uh they have captured and they've trained to do baboon like things they're actually called howlers uh if i remember uh, correctly mm -hmm. uh yeah howlers which is quite a cool name uh, but yeah, they uh, cool. they kill capture the most forbidden monsters in the mortal realms in order to, in order to stock the stables of the beast breaker tribes, um, because as we know, we've already seen like a you know the beast breaker uh, sorry the Bybrute Trogoth has got a, a beast yeah. breaker boss on top right, uh, which I think is good. Mm -hmm. uh, oh wow, someone just ah. joined Patreon. Oh, it's Stefan, Ooh. thank you, Stefan. Uh, that's amazing. <coughs> um, please yeah. just join Patreon on Swargamer.com. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's what they do. So, are you thinking of adding these to your, for some reason, growing cruel boy collection? <laughs> oh, Mike, do yeah. Is 
have they got any rules yet, or is it just they will do at the? Elites? They will do ne- They do will. Mm. They will do when it comes out. Basically, well. cool. <clears throat> so, uh, what well, are they up for pre-order or something then? I don't even know that they were revealed reveal. at Warhammer Fest. At the the not forty k reveals. I love yeah. that it's like, what are we doing? A whole thing on forty k. Okay, cool. Now, what are we gonna do? The rest. Just you yeah. can all all have the rest. <laughs> the rest. It's actually no. It's totally it's totally fine. I completely understand. Forty k is like like at least fifty percent, if not more, of the income. That makes complete sense. Yeah, I think uh, I think, I'm, I think I'm, the numbers are that forty k is four times bigger than Age Sigma. My only oh. disappointment is that in the the reveals of the rest, there was only one Age of Sigma. Like Age of Sigma had the same level of reveal as Warcry. Uh, the the little titan game under you know like it's like yeah you're all equal to us and I'm like come on we know Age of Sigma is bigger than fucking like Blood Bowl surely not I know that Blood Bowl's huge but I mean like money wise people spend more on Age of Sigma than Blood Bowl uh, it's it's a was... big it's a big game like uh, if we actually want to talk mm. about the health of the game on the TSN stats uh, mm. event attendance is up fifty percent versus last year so not like a oh. So not like a small growth, like literally like uh, half again as many events as I think last year we were at like, uh, I can't remember what the numbers were. I think, oh yeah, we ended the year on 200 events and this year we're on schedule to end the event on, end the year on 300 events. Uh, for, and those are what? only those are only two day tournaments around the world. So they don't include mm. one dayers and everything else. So I personally think it's, it's massively growing. But we did talk, I talked about this already on the kind of reveal show. I said that like the, the support that the game has got as in like miniature releases feels feels particularly light um but maybe mm. that's just where we are now like they've been through a bunch of the different armies and kind of released mm. them since ages in my zero i don't know like but uh you know and we have had loads of like weird side support in things like these warcry warbands the underworld warbands mm. all of which are really amazing but they don't always or necessarily make it into armies it's kind of an odd one i think i don't know like yeah i what's your litmus test feeling dan do you and nathan as well do you feel like yeah it has had support or feeling no yeah i I think for me the thing that's tricky is it feels like throwing darts at a board in that sometimes we get these releases that are fantastic and even though it might only be a couple of new changes there it's i find them really cool and i really like them and then other times you're like did did fire slayers need one more foot hero like rather than than adding one more identical looking foot hero maybe just shake it up and completely change how like like give a new rule or a new new series of effects you know like the fire the flame keeper or whatever rather than doing the flame keeper maybe just give a new effect to someone, create a new lodge. That would shake it up just as much and then save that new sculpt for something a bit different. I think that's 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 where where I'm like, ah, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of like to see it. However, that said, we do get some cool new minis and some awesome new releases. Um, I'm really hoping that we see, like in this General's Handbook, like we've seen uh, a complete overhaul of Free Guild. I don't think we'll see the overhaul of Dwarves or Elves in this one, but... Um, I'm hoping we see some more armies completely overhauled into that more high fantasy aesthetic because it's sexy and just dripping with gorgeousness. Yeah, I mean, just a couple of releases like we saw with Sylvaneth, I think would really have like expanded the range, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Uh, Dan, how have you been? You've been keeping well? Uh, yeah, I. so we when we got back from 
worlds mm. i got i got i think i got quite ill because you know i stopped my body relaxed and my body went great now let's let all the grubs in and the nurglings got into my system um they had a little dance party and then they got out um but since then i've just been uh living a wardolly dream i'm super excited for this ghb i know that that energies uh differ but uh, we can all we can talk talk uh, to it as we go along i'm mega excited it's got me keen i'm combine like my hobby desk is a and like it's like an adhd person's dream right now <laughs> and uh because there's like four projects going on at the moment there's my my beast of chaos converted and it's like slash 3d printed army that it's like in different stages there's units being based there's units being converted there's units being built there's units being painted and no rhyme or reason like there's seven ungore there's like like uh, anyway it's great uh i'm so that's making me happy my converted undead elf army because the only good elf is a dead elf uh is is like being chopped up and all this so there's just scatterings of bits and stuff everywhere my votan are being painted uh so i'm just i'm my only issue is I'm so excited to one learn 10th edition uh, that I'm keen on painting my space dwarves for that. I'm also super keen for, for getting primal. So there's just armies going nuts there. And then I'm also like waiting for the points so I can update uh, my, my cheeky little dispossessed because we're in a rune lord meta, baby. Uh, so I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm vibing. I'm like, I'm that person who has just found the perfect balance between their drinks and their drugs at a festival. And I'm just like, like hell yeah, I'm in the good place. And that's why I, uh, I've got a ref shirt on today. I see. Uh, so as we go along, uh, if you do need any referee calls, I'm ready. Thanks. So yeah. chat, if you, and even chat, if you've got life refereeing you need, like who's in the wrong, who's in the right there, I've got you today. That's what we, we might We might only answer those questions <laughs> at the end though, otherwise it will take a long time. Okay, different yeah, show. Yeah, of course. Different but show. no, I'm I'm it's I'm loving it. I'm so excited for for Age of Sigma for War Dollies in general. I'm super keen. Um, my my wallet shrieks like the wails of the damned every time I look at something new because it's just like no, and I'm like, but it's so good. It's gonna be so fun. It's like please stop opening me, and I'm like, you will open as much as you need. Uh, I'm 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 stoked. I'm loving it. Oh, that's good. Uh, cool. Okay, uh, I'm happy about that. That's good. Good, good, good. Uh, so I'm glad you're both well. It's lovely. Chat, uh, it's lovely to have you here. And if you are listening to this as a podcast, stay hydrated. And uh, if you watch this on YouTube, do like, subscribe, comment, and all those other things. That would be really helpful to help us make uh, qu quality content of this level. Uh, okay, should we jump onto the... G oh, I suppose there's one bit of new... No, we don't need to cover the news. There's some new Cities of Sigma stuff. But we're not going to go through that. We're just going to dive straight in, if that's cool with you, um, uh, and get into cool. the, the rules. Is that are you comfy with that? Yeah, yeah. New cities of Sigma models, sexy as yeah. hell. Can't oh, wait to paint. I will. Up I will. With man and, and top. And they're up for pre-order as well, aren't they? No, no, no. The cities right. of Sigma aren't that was available. Also a reveal. That was right. also right. a reveal. Yeah, they're not up for a couple of months. They said in the article. Um, I will say right. I have done some. Been doing some stuff behind the scenes. I've just finished making. Uh, a, uh, terrain packs um, which if you cool. do go onto the honestwargamer.com forward slash terrain uh, they're not currently updated uh, but if you do go on there in the future uh, there will be terrain maps so if you and your friends want to use some terrain maps at home you can um, and then we're going to use them for our 24 person event that we've got this weekend here at the TSN arena so we're going to use all new GHB and the rules cut off is Friday so really like last minute because we are expecting 
a uh, rules FAQ for this GHB. We're also expecting a battle scroll update where we're going to see points changes for most units in the game. Uh, we'll see what that looks like in the battle scroll update. We're also expecting maybe some erratas in the battle scroll update as well. So uh, this review of the GHB, if, if that's what it's going to be, uh, is still very much got like, there's still a lot of groundwork to cover, basically. Uh, there's yeah. endless spells to talk about. We don't, we probably won't cover the endless spells today, mainly because we don't know what the points of the endless spells are. And without that mm. context, it feels like that's a bit of a mistake. Uh, so we'll yeah. do that next week, if that's cool with everyone. Uh, so we'll just kind of... Go on, Dad. Oh, I was going to say, I, I actually super like it. As disappointing as it is, uh, because it means that the leaks haven't included points, which I know is what all people care about, is they're like, I want to put together my list. I actually dig the way okay can i just super say, quickly say the leaks are great because what's happened is we've had the ghb leak in its entirety so everyone can look at the rules they can look at the the battle plans they can look at all of that but they can't get techie on their lists and the idea of of points being digital only uh for me makes it more interesting and flexible because there was nothing more disappointing than buying a ghb and like a book later those points being irrelevant you know like so now that's like the, i feel like the ghb is more of the thing and then the points will be uh, uh like battle scroll is where you go for your regular points updates yeah I'm, i mean it's good that we are getting like digital points updates and it's good that we're getting these things and also probably good that like they all come out at the same time my biggest probably problem is going to be that the rules will be updated the points will be updated and neither the app although maybe this mm. isn't true the app and war scroll builder won't be updated like available straight away but that's that's an aside so if you are listening to this and you aren't like you know you kind of agency more curious so you keep up to date but not too focused not only is the ghb kind of been leaked but we're still waiting for points updates and there will be a big rules faq and errata which as they come up in the book i will try to bring up it's why i haven't made like a, an edited shortened version of this yet uh, just mainly because like like it's just not finished uh, and also like yeah so i've been making terrain maps that's been super fun um i love doing that and then yeah we've got a 24 person event this weekend which we will be live streaming uh so we'll be live streaming uh, that event as well all, with all the new ghb rules in effect so i'm kind of hoping the battle scroll update comes out midweek <clears throat> that gives players a couple of days to write their lists and stuff which is super fun yeah. um so yeah looking forward to that so that'll be this weekend as well so fun all right ghb uh everyone so ghb at the gub uh, nathan you'll be happy to know i don't know if you've heard this this is gonna last a year yeah hell yeah yeah is that good yeah i'm happy with that yeah because uh, i don't uh probably play enough to get get my money's worth out of a six monther but uh yeah it's good for me but probably not good for some other people but that's life nothing's I, good for everybody so <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> yeah i think uh, i think uh, it'll be interesting to see how everyone feels about this uh, six mm. months in but also we will be getting the harbingers updates over the course of that year as well uh, there was some interesting stuff that the harbingers updates were scheduled to come out in september uh, they said like they said mm. that like in one of the publications like this will be this will be like legal as of september onwards so it's they've actually brought one of the harbinger books out really really early which is quite yeah. interesting. Um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, okay. Uh. So, uh, a 12-month cycle. Dan, a 12-month cycle cool for you as well? I, I love it. As Nathan said, obviously some people are going to prefer six-month rotations. I prefer 
after reading it, I'm actually super happy to be playing this for 12 months. I know that some people won't be. That's super cool. Uh, everyone is beautiful and a unique unicorn rainbow. The thing that I do like is with a 12-month cycle, you've got a, a, a set... Uh, you've got a Where's Wally for 12 months that they can then pick and choose and find stuff within. Uh, so if things are fucked up, you know, rather than giving the excuse of there's a new GHB in six months, so they're not going to fix it, you've got more pre you've got more reason to be like, well, why isn't the new Battle Scroll on time? You said it's 12 months and it's going to be bang, 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 bang. So you like it, it? I just rather there not be an excuse not to balance and fix. Uh, so Kenny in the chat said, "Are Harbingers different than Dawnbringer stuff?" Uh, so the Dawnbringer Crusade um, is like the narrative series, and the Harbingers the first book. So we've got more like Dawnbringer stuff or Harbingers. That whole narrative uh, is going to proceed. I'm really mm. excited. I've actually got that book on pre-order for the first times mm. I've pre-ordered it. Yeah. my book in a long time. Look, wow. looking forward to reading it uh, and going through all of the the inf story. I'll be yeah. excited to see what that looks like. I, I won't lie. But that's going to be a series of books. That yeah. are gonna drive the narrative forward. Yeah, four books. Well, so probably you know how... towards like the end of the edition, yes. is it? Yeah. yeah. So towards the end of the okay. edition, which will be next summer, unless they yeah. pull a fast one on us, and if for some reason, no, because it can't possibly mm. be uh, no, six no, months. Because yeah, yeah, because they've yeah. said it's twelve months, right, for the yeah, GHB. Yeah. So yeah, um, uh, yeah it's gonna be a I bunch love... of narrative oh. stuff, like Broken Realms. I love campaign. I yeah. love campaign nice. books. They they like uh, I've said it before. The old fantasy Blood in the Badlands campaign was one of the coolest things I ever played. I love it. I love a bit of I love like narrative story into competitive war dollies. Like a little, just a little bit, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of salt and pepper, some seasoning on there. Give me that. Give me it. I, also, Charlie in the ch chat makes a really good point, which I think is super worth talking about. Had the last 12 months been one GHB, I think that would have been much better because of the sheer volume of new books mm. that came out. That would have like it would have felt really like if they'd have scheduled themselves correctly. If they'd have been like, mm. right, 12 months and we're releasing all of these battle tomes at the same time, and then six month books because there's only as, as far as we're aware there's only two books cities of sigma and flesh eater course to come out over that period of time um yeah. so like a much slower release like it's looking pretty sparse actually age of sigma wise in the future uh but we could probably talk about that on another show right uh thank you in the chat yeah. for yeah. subscribing um all right yeah, so let's go on well, we'll i think to you another luminous book aren't we <laughs> let's two. go two. let's go <laughs> two of them I think personally, like I, I, I agree, but I, as somebody who was a have in the last GHB, I think the last GH, the problem with the last GHB for me was that your there were so many things boasted around your galley boys, uh, your galley heroes, uh, like so many battle tactics, so many uh, uh, missions, so many everything like that. Whereas this one, when we get into it, I like that the Andorian Locust. There's a counter in. There's both magical and null magic. Um, I know that there's always going to be haves and haves nots, but I like that in this book, there's not a ton of, like it's not half or three quarters of the battle tactics re rely on locuses or, or null locuses. I like that there's only one battle plan where locuses are superior rather than multiple. So as much as I agree with that when there's all the heavy releases, I do think that this GHB for me maybe feels a little bit more in a better place to be played for 12 months rather than the old one because if you didn't have your your galley heroes in the last one if you were an, an army that struggled with that then you are playing 12 months of a book 
that you will always going to be pushing shit uphill. Yeah, I personally don't think that these tactics are remotely engaging on a 12-month cycle. Mm. I think on a six-month mm. cycle, they'd be fine, but on 12 months, they're like, they're too specific. Uh, they're like, and, and like, ultimately, anyway, we could talk about, we'll talk about yeah. that another. Yeah. Let's actually read through them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we could maybe talk cool. about our feelings about it afterwards. All right, so Realm Rules, the region of war. Now, has anyone actually heard how it's meant to be said? Is it and, or, and, tor, and tor? Okay. So, let's, so let's I reckon when this book was written, it was meant to be Andor, right? And the T was silent. But then Disney selfishly released the new Star Wars series and they're very quickly going to pivot and be like, no, no, it's Andor. Like, it's and, and tor, and tor. And the D is going to be silent because they're like, it's not Andor. It's not Andor. I swear to God, it's not Andor. Okay, it's well, Andor. It's, it, it's the bitter land is what it is. So it's the bitter land. Mm. Uh, so it's a snowy place, Nathan, if you've been keeping up with the story. You've been keeping up with that? <clears throat> uh, I must. I didn't see there was much story. But yeah, I gather it's cold. Yeah, it's, it's cold. Yeah, yeah, it's chilly. Yeah. It's chilly. All right, so especially yeah, when rules... you think about it. When you think about a realm of beasts and monsters and, and bone-cracking things and all of that jazz, obviously the next logical thing is Arctic Tundra. <laughs> yes, so, that's correct. Right, okay, so yeah. Wizard Heroes uh, get the Andorian Locust keyword. So they've got to have a wounds characteristic of nine or less, and they obviously can't be unique. We don't need to talk about that. We'll skip straight forward. Uh, next one is Optimal Focus. At the start of the battle round, after priority is determined, the player taking the second turn can pick one friendly hero on the battlefield. If that hero is an Andorian Locust, uh, they can attempt to cast one extra spell and attempt to unbind one extra spell. And if they are not an Andorian Locust, you receive one command point that can only spend to allow that hero to issue command. So, effectively, if you every, if you go second, you either get to cast some extra spells with a character, or one extra spell, or you get an extra command point, which economies <coughs> of scale-wise should actually be much better on the command point, in my opinion. Nathan, you got any thoughts mm -hmm. on that so far? Yeah. No, that's that's uh, an a, an incentive to go second, definitely, yeah. as well as all the other incentives that they've built into the scenarios. So yeah, yeah. I I mean, like this is just yeah, it's it's hard built into the, in the game now mm. that there is no, um, that they're going second gets you some sort of bonus. Yeah, uh, which is fine. Same same as two. Yeah. I think also I like this because usually when they when there was like the the um galley heroes can do two uh heroic actions most of the time it was one and then something else mm. uh you know like it was uh, it was heroic recovery and then like get a command point like that's nine times out of ten what i saw people mm. doing like it was so i kind of like this i also like that you you don't have if you're going second you don't have to wait until your turn to get the benefit like you have an extra command point for the whole battle round. You can either cast or unbind an additional one for the whole battle round. It's only one use, but you have it straight away. So you can use it in your opponent's turn. I really like that. Yeah, like it's, there's a significant bonus right to go in second is what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, and like, and, and, and I think over time, the command point will be more impactful than the spell. But mm. we'll see, uh, in my opinion. Well, yeah, it depends on, the, on, the, on your army list a lot that but yeah yeah yeah, yeah it will yeah, yeah of course come yeah. on command points are great because they are they're not like something they can't be stopped um but. yeah 
yeah, yeah. agreed. Uh, it's t- uh, like I would like to talk about the final bit. Oh no, I'll talk about the loss of um, uh, Galician veterans in a bit after. Okay. All right, the next bit, primal magic for all you primals out there. It's this point I get, get him to, in the chat. I get to be one of my favorite things ever. Nathan, are Hello. you aware of the social media presence of a man called the Liver King? Um, very vaguely, mainly because I've heard you speak about <laughs> him once or twice in the past. Primal. Prior to, <laughs> prior to this even. Yeah, prior to this. Uh, yeah, prior yeah. to this. Yeah, I've, I've always been a Liver King stan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So the Liver King is uh, someone who really does not love being short. And uh, and for that, he does a lot of working out to try to make up for it. But uh, he the, the history in the background is that um, he said that he has a primal lifestyle. So he wakes up every morning, eats bone marrow and liver. That's why he's the Liver King, uh, to get mm-hmm. him all the the nutrients uh, and then he says that people who you know use moisturize and have decaf coffee are subprimals so that would be probably me yeah chuds <laughs> chuds yeah. yeah so you're primal nathan like i, I think i think oh, no, go- i'm on decaf coffee these days so holy shit done. i can't wait for it yeah well you're you're joining me in the subprimal mm. like yeah, dan is definitely done. still a full primal yeah no yeah. see when i was naked well, running along the along the uh, Vancouver waterfront I dived into the water dragged out a seal and ate that for my breakfast so yeah. I'm yeah it looked at me with those big big eyes and I was like sorry dude primal's got a prime and then I ate him <laughs> uh, so so regardless of what this like so this rule is going to affect every single hero phase in the game so for 12 months the agency of my community gets to shout the word primal uh by the way he also as well as eating liver and also uh bone marrow and everything else did fucking loads of steroids like just loads <laughs> just outrageous amounts like absolutely smashed it up and then when people were like you're doing steroids aren't you and he was like no i'm prime i'm so primal so primal yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, so- he's got like an injection pan, like he's got things in both hands, injecting <laughs> directly into his biceps, just like, primal! Is that, what, is, that, is that steroids? No, it's liver! Like, just great stuff. Great yeah. guys. Uh, so, yeah, so he's a bit like the baboons that are now taking over Age of Sigma, Age of Baboon, uh, and then we've got primal. So we do have a primal emote in our Twitch chat, so if you would like to hit, up the pri- yeah, cool. hit the primal up. Um, so what is primal magic okay well uh, he's apparently doing loads of steroids eating a liver and then throwing a dice um at the start of each hero phase uh so it's sorry it's the start of the hero phase but it will be each hero phase so you and me uh both players roll a dice for each four plus you receive a primal magic dice primal uh both players players. so yeah both players so if i roll a four plus nathan let's say it's you and me i roll a four plus we both get a primal dice if you also roll a four plus we both get get... a primal dice so you could end up with two two every Mm. hero phase so four you could end up with four just off the off this off of this mechanic yeah 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 Yeah. uh exactly um it would be interesting if they say at the start of the first hero phase and then yeah. it lasts for the battle round. Like so, it's only you can only have a maximum of two per battle round. It'll be interesting to see where they they FAQ that. Yeah, because I, I I think this whole section is getting some FAQ, but I just need to wait. We need mm. to wait to find out what it is. Uh, after a player attempts to cast or unbind a spell, or after a player attempts to dispel an endless spell, they can roll one of their primal magic dice. 
If they do so, add the result to the casting, unbinding, or dispelling roll. That player can continue to roll additional primal magic dice until the caster suffers a primal miscast, or mm -hmm. there are no more primal magic dice to be rolled. Uh, okay, so there's loads to unpack there. Um, effectively, we're in a, an age where wizards can cast more spells, but mm. the other guys, so the, un well, still wizards, but can roll more dice to unbind a spell oh. or dispel an endless spell. Yeah. Um, so, we'll talk, like, I think that's super worth talking about. Um, before we move on to the next section, uh, let's talk about loads of examples of stuff where stuff starts getting super fucky. Uh, I've got a Lord of Change. Mm. I roll two dice. Their rules are I drop the lo lowest dice to the highest dice. Uh, can I add a mm -hmm. primal dice onto that, or is that unmodified? Mm. Teclas cast four tens on the spell. Can I additionally cast an extra primal dice to that? Uh, the oh. Warsong Revenant, uh, when he casts a spell, uh, you do mortal wounds based on the casting value, like the same way you do mortal wounds based on the, the charge mm. value for ogres. Do I add uh. spells to that? Um, uh, the Gits, Nathan. Uh, for Scragrot. Yeah, same as Scragrot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So do I add spells to that? So I think mm. all of that needs to get FAQ'd. Is it in addition? Is it everything else? Let's, for this moment, yeah. if you guys are comfy, let's just put all of those conversations yeah. to the side. Yeah. How do you feel about loads of primal dice? Loads of liver-coated baboon dice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nathan, uh, I'm go, sorry, go on, Nathan, you go first. Tell me how you're feeling, and then Dan, you chip in. Yeah, well, no, it sounds exciting when you when you read it, brief, uh, you know, first first scan of it. Yeah. But then, like you say, all of these questions pop up, and um, it doesn't seem to be explained as of yet. So, uh, we, ex I assume, we're expecting a fairly hefty FAQ on just explaining to us uh, if. If these are actually part of the casting role, or if it's a modifier to the mm. casting role that doesn't um, doesn't yeah affect things that rely on the casting role. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh -huh. I think uh, I think yeah. uh, I think uh, I think my uh, two cents from this is that all of those examples we just talked about, Warsong Revenant, Scragrot, uh, Lord of Change, like many of them are mm. already very good casters and they get mm. these bonuses to cast. I've kind of said this already, like I did like a bit of a reaction mm. the other day, but I didn't put this online. So uh, to me, and a lot of things that go through this, it feels like this is much better for being an anti-magic. So effectively, mm. endless spells are dead now. So you can be like, I'm definitely going to cast this Purple Sun. Here I am, cast my spell, double primal, that endless spell is cast. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Ne yeah. Next turn, I'll just use it to dispel it. Like, endless, like It's a fact yeah. that endless spells are just much easier to get rid of now in the game. Hmm. Therefore, their value hmm. is much worse because you can't yeah. rely on using it in your opponent's turn. Um, hmm. So that's true. Uh, Europe, all the wizards that get bonuses to cast are in a kind of good spot. If they can re-roll to cast, they're in a worse spot. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but basically, if I'm just a regular schlub caster now, and you're like, ah, I get the casting value plus two, and I'm like, okay, cool. Mm. And he's like, I'm going to try and just throw two Bahamal dice at it because it's the important spell for you. And you'll be like, no, mm, yeah. don't do it. And I can't add yeah. two Primal dice because, as we'll get to in a minute, there's I'm going to maybe do a Primal miscast. So that's kind of how mm. I'm feeling so far. Uh, maybe that's not how it's going to work out, but that's kind of my thoughts. Nathan, you like doing a lot of spells in your Gits army. Mm. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? 
Interesting. Yeah, I, I am tempted to save the primal dice for stopping my opponent's magic. But I guess if if um, if I have got an important spell, like I've got a hand of gork that I really need to get off, then I will be I will be using primal dice just to push that through. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just a an interesting mechanic that's yeah. gonna gonna be played and i think you're just gonna it's nice i don't know if it's if it's a good thing or not but it is it's nice that it's reactive as well so you can Mm. roll your casting roll and then decide oh yeah i really need to push this through i'm gonna put burn all my primal dice so that now my opponent if they want to stop it then they're gonna burn theirs and then it's just gonna go down to who rolls dice better? Who's the most primal? Yeah. That's the yeah. answer. Who is? Yeah, that's that's who's the vibe. Had the most liver. Yeah, which who's... is great for dis- yeah. <laughs> great for unbinds. Um, as a lot of people have have noticed and and is being pointed out in the chat as well. Uh, it's much better for unbinds than it is for casting because you don't suffer primal miscasts. None of the drawbacks, all the benefits. Yeah. Also, um, also, I if think... you're a, if you're a good caster, you're a multicast wizard. And when we talk about it in a minute, yeah. uh, if you're a multicast wizard, because it used to like double one is always just a miscast, mm. but now yeah. there's the opportunity to also do a primal miscast on a double uh, on a on a double one, which you're at rolling more dice, so yeah. the chances go up. And then mm-hmm. also on a double six, it, the spell yeah. goes through automatically, but you don't get to uh, cast any yeah. more spells. So multicast wizards, like you got to you got to do your sequencing mm. really well as well, which is kind of yeah. interesting yeah. as well. Um, and again, like yeah. if you, like I get this situation, you know, when you're in like a, a wizardy battle, but like me and Nathan playing, let's say Nathan just is like right foot of gork, and I've been saving my dice for foot of gork. Yeah, he should cast it as the last spell, letting everything yeah. go through, so that I'm yeah. like, no, I don't. I've only got one unbind. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, hanging on to your dice, waiting for all that, and then yeah, yeah, then we're just rolling our primals against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that's quite. I think that's quite interesting as well. But not. But then yeah, yeah, it's quite fun. But in that situation, the sequencing, Nathan. Let's say Nathan rolls. Mm. uh, We'll ignore primals for a moment. In a normal game. Like it's at that point, Nathan is like uh, eleven, and I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna, try, I'm not gonna try and stop it. I mean, I'll still try, but like earlier mm. on in the game, let's say Nathan casts foot of gork, and that's the spell I wanted to stop, and he casts it first, right? Yeah. And then he, and then he rolls an eleven. I'll just say to myself, I'm not gonna stop that, so I'll save my unbind for the next one. Yeah. Um, So I think that there's been a lot added to the hero phase. And I don't think Mm. if you'd have done a customer survey, you said, hey, I'd like to do something, like add something to the game, what do they do? I don't think many people would have said a more complex and long hero phase. I don't think that would have been something they added. But actually, yeah, yeah, getting out of the hero phase faster would have been nicer. So, (laughs) so, yeah, it would have been like that's Uh, that's quite interesting fact. That like we get to the end of the hero phase now because my hero phases are usually super quick. Like I, I run armies where I get to the end and I'm like, oh yeah, shit, I've done everything. Okay, yeah, well, (laughs) that was quick. Uh, And then I play against a Zinch player who, like, I'm on turn four and they're still in their turn two hero phase because I just keep playing. Otherwise, we won't get there. Um, I think the, the big, the big disappointment for me is that yeah. Shout out to all the Zinch players in the chat. Read you for filth. Um, 
the, the disappointment for me, right, is this is page one, okay? And I actually, I don't mind Primal Magic. I kind of think I, it's going to be annoying, but it's 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 okay. It's, no um, way is it going to be just, annoying. <laughs> Never, Dude, are you joking me? Are you joking me? 12 months of us all getting drunk, shouting Primal at each other. It's hilarious. Primal! Yeah. Primal! No, I, I just find it disappointing that this is the way that the first page of the new GHB goes. Wizards with lesser nine wounds are Andorian locuses. Optimal focus, Andorian locuses can cast more spells if they go second in a battle round. Primal magic, any wizard can use primal magic dice. Yeah. I'm like, what? You just said that the important thing are Andor, like in the last couple of editions, you had these people that were the, like, realistically, the, the big issue is when you've got monstrous spellcasters. I just find it a little disappointing that Primal Magic isn't tied to Andorian Locuses to give us another reason to take lower wound spellcasters. The, you know, the smaller, little, more fragile ones that can now be shot out. That's my... my if I could yeah. make a change to this, I would say only Andorian Locuses can cast Primal Magic. Interesting. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, and that would that would solve on. a lot of those questions that you had. Those dubious questions, like Lord yeah. of Changes, Scragrot, all of those guys, that would sort all of that out as well. To be yeah, yeah. You've basically gone along saying that Andorian locuses are special and important, and then the major ability, you're like, oh yeah, but everyone can do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I kind of agree with that. Like, I mean, I actually think this is going to be an incredibly fun season because of this. I think there's so many fun mm. things to do, especially if you've got a destruction brain, Nathan. Like, just teleporting, like, just, just doing a, like, a hand of gork and then being like, cool, four dice on the 4d6 mortal wound spell on this little wizard. Yeah. Like, I don't care if his head pops. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to blow him the fuck up. Yeah, yeah? like, yeah. that's actually pretty fun. I love that idea. And, like, then, and then put it on the dude with the mask as well. So then afterwards, Woods, he ta he does the mask stare until he kills something or he dies. It's like he is absolutely going down. I've given him every ability that kills you and kills me, but I am sending a small intercontinental green ballistic missile at yeah, you. Yeah, it's great. I think that's really good. Personally, like I actually think this is going to add a lot to the season. So I'm not in any way negative down to it. I just think that like it's not necessarily been thought all the way through. But then Age of Sigmar's never really been thought all the way through, and it's a fun, wild place. And I'm always pro that so uh let's go that's pretty fun uh there's another little section this is important abilities that allow you to re-roll casting unbinding or dispelling rolls must be used before primal dice are rolled so um and if you do decide to do a re-roll so if you choose to do a re-roll you then can't add any primal dice hmm. so casters that are pretty good at like like i'm trying to think of some examples but re-rolling to cast is now worse versus hmm. a multiplier uh, which is pretty rough. And in addition, uh, it's if you choose to re-roll. So the things that make it so that you your opponent has to re-roll the dice. So uh, because it's if you choose an ability to re-roll a casting unbinding or dispelling mm. roll, you cannot use primal magic dice. So if you make me re-roll it via an ability, that's also worse because I'm then going to get to add primal dice to it, if that makes yeah. sense. Mm right yeah. so then um because that's the way it's written i'm hoping that gets faq'd so effectively in both cases i have an ability that makes you re-roll dice it's less effective you have an ability that lets you re-roll dice that's also less effective so everything around re-rolling dice is worse than uh, so kind of mm. uh, that's kind of like the unique property of some units right so yeah. um that's kind of interesting well, 
there's the corn thing that forces your opponent to re-roll successful casts. Yes. Isn't there? Oh, there's so there's that... also there's also the Sinesh character that forces you to re-roll yeah. casts as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, which is a thing, but then that's I mean it's still bad, right? Because you're re-rolling a cast, but then yeah. uh, you then get to add primal dice. So interesting. Um, oh, so oh, so you can add the primal dice if somebody forces you to reroll them. Yes, yeah. but not add them if you choose to do it yourself. Currently, mm. as rules are written, right though. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that's a thing. Mm. Um, okay, so that's that's worth talking about. Uh, and then when a primal magic dice is rolled as part of a casting roll and an unmodified casting roll that includes a double one. Uh, then you'll do a primal miscast, which is D3 plus 3 mortal wounds, and each other unit within 3 <coughs> inches suffers D3 mortal wounds. Uh, so, uh, and in addition, the caster cannot attempt to cast any more spells that turn. Ooh. And yep. then on a roll of a double 6, you automatically cast a spell, and it can't be unbound, and you can't cast any more spells for that hero phase as well. So, um... Uh, that's pretty crazy, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I love that we're getting closer to the old fantasy dimensional cascade. I Just do not. Give yeah. me double six. Give, give me, <laughs> yeah. When people are like, I'm gonna throw six dice at this. Sweet, I got it. And then uh, for those who aren't aware, who might not remember, uh, fantasy used to have a much more complex miscast system uh, where you had, uh, I think it was a, a D12 table of results, and a one to four on that table was truly terrible for the player. Uh, it like blasted whatever unit the caster was in to death almost and then the caster was removed from the battlefield a lot of the time and as a dwarf player it was always incredibly satisfying watching my opponent nuke their own lines and it, we're getting closer hopefully next season they're like anytime you miscast just everyone within six inches takes 2d6 mortal wounds blow them up Great. Uh, I'm not pro that. I'm just gonna say, I'm uh, super pro that. Like super I don't pro that. like like this is all really fun, um, and I think it's going to actually add a lot to the game. I really do, hmm. but I don't know if we needed more wildly swingy hero phases. To be honest, uh, but it is going to cause some crazy situations. Also, like um, like it's a four plus, right? So it's very very light. I mean, statistically, you should get two primal a primal dice each per hero phase on average mm. uh mm. so you're not you don't have access to loads of primal dice yeah so yeah. it's not it's not like when cumulatively it actually doesn't do loads like yeah. an additional spell isn't normally massive like yeah. and they're also people being like oh well you're just going to put all of your dice into that um into the the hailstorm spell or whatever mm. and it's like yeah so but then your opponent is going to put all of their dispel dice into that spell as well like it's it's the the blizzard spell is rad but it's also means that like it's a very obvious play because it's only got a 12 inch range so for if you have a primal dice so does your opponent it's well, let's not talk, like let's, everybody's let's talk, throwing dozens of them. Let's talk about the let, so uh, let's talk about the realm spells now. So the, importantly, the realm spells there are three can only be taken by Andorian locuses, and in addition, uh, you can only take those spells on an Andorian locus instead of the spell you choose from the spell law. Mm. So, like, yeah. if you've taken your Grot Wizard, Nathan, you can't choose yeah. Footagorg or Hanagorg, sorry. You have mm. to choose one of these instead. Mm. Um, and I think that's kind of interesting as well because, yeah. um, like... Unless, well, I guess if you take a spell enhancement, then you could choose one from this law yes. and from the other law. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, so you might see that. Uh, but the mm. thing is, is uh, and Dan's quite right, Merciless Blizzard, which is 46 mortal wounds at 12 inches, you can't modify the range of that. Uh, but it's yeah. cast on a 12. So the result on three dice is, is a 10.5. So you probably have to roll yeah. four dice at this to get it off. Uh, mm. Which means which means you're very likely to suffer a miscast uh, or yeah, more likely yeah. to suffer a miscast, uh, which is interesting. The one in the middle is interesting as well. So, okay, let's talk about the 46 mortal wound spell. How do you feel about 14 on average mortal wounds at 12 inches? Uh, I feel like it benefits very cheap wizards and really harms dudes mm -hmm. who have very expensive wizards. What are you thinking, Eith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, the range, it's the 12-inch range um sort of you know that he, they've got to set it up and you know if you if you leave yourself at 12 inches you you're in for a thing but then it will benefit armies where you can get a teleport uh so hand of gork or the seraphon or even even lumineth can do that as well can't they quite a few armies can teleport people around in the hero phase now yeah they can and then cast the spells so um yeah, I mean, I guess, but then it's cast on a twelve as well. So, like you say, you've got to, you're going to be burning primal dice hmm. um, as well. So it does require resources, and then you roll four ones. You know, <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, 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 I mean, and then you've gone, you've had to pick that spell out of the spell lord does mean that he's probably not going to be casting any spells. Yeah, you don't have another useful spell that you could have. So they're geared up mm. just to use that spell, really. Yeah, other, 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 other than what's on their wall scroll. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. yeah. I, 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 I'll be interested to see how many armies uh, take this spell out of this law as opposed to the other two. I think I, think... I don't think it'll be. Go on, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I I don't think it's actually going to be that popular. I think we're going to see it at the start because everyone's going to be excited for it. But then, like for yeah, me, for like for me personally, forty six mortal wounds. It sounds great, but needing to cast it on a twelve, even if you've got a plus two to cast, means you almost always have to add at least one, if not two, primal dice to get it off. It's a short range and it's a trade. Uh, I, I think for, for like, gameplay-wise, I actually don't think we're going to see it as much as some people are, are saying. Uh, I think it's cool. I just I don't actually think Merciless Blizzard is going to dominate the board. A lot of people saying that it's going to be everywhere, I think, are thinking more along the lines of, like, Techless who can auto-cast for all these people with huge buffs to do it, but they can't cast a spell because it's only Locuses that can know it. And anyone who's invested yeah. points in, like, a, a frog... Uh, or things that rely on rerolls to cast aren't going to want to risk the incredible amounts of damage from the miscast or from rolling ones and having wounds bounce back. I, I, I actually think it kind of balances okay. Gracie's are obviously going to be a nightmare, but Skaver are in a terrible place, so uh, it's, uh, it's that's that's the, the rats can. And have it's quite one. quite easy to screen screen out against yeah. as well because if somebody is teleporting to the to cast that spell. Mm. You, like most of them can only set up nine inches away, so it's quite easy to screen yeah. screen out like important heroes and things, mm. so that all they're shooting at is screens basically mm. or units. What I really like about it is that it allows 
all of the crazy motherfuckers to go and take yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's yeah, just yeah. like, like, the, like <laughs> you know, I, for sure. like, I'm like, I'm for like, sure. hey, so just to review this, uh, it's quite tough to cast. Um, you're going to need to get in range. That's tough. Uh, you're going to try and need to keep your caster alive. Uh, and also, uh, it's hard, like, it's going to be difficult to do, and you're not going to do a lot of mortal wounds. And what they are going to hear is, are you telling me I'm going to do 24 mortal wounds every hero phase? And I'm like, I'm specifically telling you you aren't. And they're like, motherfucker, I'm in. And I'm like, yeah. did we have two different conversations? Because, like, they're like, I'm doing it. I am doing yeah. that every turn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's height of primal, isn't it? So, yeah, it yeah. is the primal yeah. way. It is the yeah. primal way. Yeah, some of the chat I was just described. That's me. I am that person. And I think giving, I think giving access to like something dumb, but it's dumb to do, is really mm. good because I, I love those players. I love those people doing that stupid shit, uh, and so I'm here for it. So yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah like yeah. I, it's when you when you see a list with six Andorian locusts, like six Gracias, and every Gracia has taken Merciless Blizzard instead of any other of their spells. <laughs> and you're just like, I know the game I'm in for. I know that. And you look across at your opponent and yeah. you see that they haven't slept in six days and there's white powder all around their nostrils. And they're just like, Blizzard! I love snow! Uh, and it's going to be a great game. <laughs> I, think, I, think what's, I think what's really funny about that is they've got six Gaven heroes, but only five hero phases to try and make it happen that's yeah. that's pretty good no because they're counting on you killing one like picking one off beforehand <laughs> <laughs> all right so the other one is rupture there are two more there's rupture which is a spell that has a casting value of 10 and a range of 18 inches and if successfully cast uh you pick one predator under spell or one incarnate wholly within range of visible to the caster the target immediately becomes wild and cannot be contricted controlled or bonded for the rest of the battle so obviously uh they've uh, negated to write friendly uh, or enemy yeah. in here so uh, mm. a lot of people uh trying to roll a 10 to take that make their incarnate be wild in their own hero phase yeah uh, more wild then, and more deadly yeah, yeah which we then give them access to run and charge making the current incarnate the crunchbar incarnate which i'm sure there's another one coming soon mm. uh be able to move 18 inches and then charge uh, and which then eat his own end of spell yeah which specifically though before anyone throws it out there in the chat anyone who's read ahead and has already had a look at the ghb there is a battle tactic that requires you to do this to achieve it but that battle tactic specifies enemy yeah not friendly uh mm -hmm. so this you couldn't do this to your own to auto get a battle tactic it has to target an enemy also just based on what we talked about earlier i think there'll be less endless spells this season than there were last season yeah. because they're so easy to get rid of um mm. and because they really so then this becomes even less valuable the incarnates well if the new incarnate is insane and it's everywhere then maybe you'll see this taken more mm. uh, which i think is interesting as well um uh, obviously it's hilarious to do that to into someone's army when it's inside their army at the start of the game but <laughs> like it, it, see, if they're like i have a... rupture this spell portal yeah in my army and they think <laughs> and they think i'll put my incarnate inside my own army then they deserve yeah. that right yeah like, yeah. like you're like what's in your uh, list the ability to make you fuck yourself they'll be like guess what i'll do fuck myself yeah, yeah so that's their fault um i'm not sure about this i think you won't see this taken a lot personally nah yeah, yeah. 
I think it's yeah, situational. Too situational, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you got to trade a spell for this. Mm. Like, if you have a character with a bajillion spells, maybe, but you have to trade a spell for it, and it's just not... It's at a, On a tournament level, it's just not worth it, because it's like, what did you do? I made his Incarnate Wild, so you made it better. Yes. Yeah. That was that was your strategy because he's going like he's like yeah I guess thanks I um I was struggling to figure out how I was gonna make my incarnate wild usually I have to kill my own caster to do it so that was a really lovely gift and you're like yeah shit I didn't take a better spell for that yeah well um uh, I I think it's interesting um someone did mention earlier as well there are th- people like the gaunt summoner who will be a Andorian locus who will know all the spell from their spell law and then in addition can choose an additional spell so maybe mm. they're like do you know what that's a good spell to have on uh to mm. I mean 46 mortal wounds always comes in more handy than than that but uh, yeah that's interesting so uh the yes of course well done well done to the uh, eloquent and well-spoken member of our chat Mr. Butt Viking, uh, <laughs> he has he has astutely pointed out, as many Butt Vikings do, that Hoarfrost, in my opinion, will be the game-changing spell that we'll see this edition. Mm-hmm. So it's cast on at eight, so it's the easiest one to cast, and it's got a range of twelve inches. Um, and then uh, you pick a unit, you pick one of their melee weapon profiles, you roll a d three, and then you change the to hit, the to wound, or the rend characteristic of that mm. uh to the result of that dice now i think this is one of the most interesting ones because this is the most easy to achieve because you do it on your own unit um mm-hmm. it's the one that has the best economies of scale because you're mm-hmm. going to be able to like obviously significantly increase the effectiveness of this um uh but uh yeah like this is the one that i think that we'll see taken loads because i don't yeah. know nathan what did goblins hit on Hit on fours, so yeah. Yeah, twigs, like better. twigs yeah. specifically, yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah. a horde of goblins. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about them hitting yeah. on twos? Yeah, fantastic. Because, yeah, then you put the the mortal wounds on the sixes to wound, and you're just rolling so many more dice, aren't you? Because you're hitting yeah. on twos now. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Like, I feel like that's far mm. more effective. Um, uh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Kenny in the chat played a test game on Hoarfrost. Uh, uh, with a two on the iron guts uh, to wound on a two plus was sweet. Ooh. Yeah, Bulgors hitting on twos. Bulgors had to be a big one. Yeah, yeah. and then and uh, then also, sure. yeah, a good question. How do you feel about Ren three on the goblins instead of hitting on twos? Yeah, <laughs> Ren three I mean, goblins. Yeah, like they, uh, they could do that anyway. So I'm more about the hitting on twos thing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. So like, <laughs> yeah. Like it's just crazy. So effectively, what yeah. you, that spell will do is make mm. any unit with a lot of attacks yeah. be a blender unit now. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think a lot of hordes have got got interesting little rules anyway, so they're gonna love it. And well, other units yeah. that just attack with loads of dice. Uh, yeah. Mm. So yeah, I think that's gonna be really good. Uh, Dan, you, you, you. I know that you were also thinking Horfrost is the future. Yeah, oh yeah, it's you, every every army's going to take it. This this is the one for me of the three. It's the only one worth taking over. Usually, like a more beneficial army spell or ability. Um, the only thing I would remind people is that you have to pick the the weapon profile before you roll the d three. Like it's you you know like say you've got a hero on a monster mm. or something like that. You have to specifically say it's going to be this before you roll it. Um, but then you roll it and choose which one to affect. I think that because yeah. the last thing you want is to see someone 
you know, like a stone horn pulling that shit and then going like, oh, I got a three, so I'm going to make it this. Um, they have yeah. to choose the weapon first. Just yeah, big I mean, brain moves there. I mean, I think this is the the, the easy easy win from uh, the book. Mm. Uh, you take a wizard, you take Horfrost, and you just be like, this is what I'm going for. Because you can, you can just make some units absolute blenders. And sure, you could roll pretty mm. shit. You could roll it like, you know, you could either roll a one, two, or three, right? Like, um, but all of them like are effective in the right ways. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, so this is just uh, crazy yeah. good. Crazy good, yeah. I think, Nate. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, and I agree. The... I think it, it, it really benefits units that have got melee weapons that hit on fours now because mm. obviously hitting on threes and then being able to all out attack is bringing you down to hitting mm. on twos. Mm. Uh, yeah. And just some units just aren't aren't priced to be hitting on twos like squig yeah. herds hitting on twos or <gasps> yeah yeah or big units of boingrot knights hitting on twos uh just yeah real yeah. good i don't know obviously the grots have got that because they they've got those units which are pretty fighty but they mm. got to hit on fours and that's their weakness so being able to make them base it on threes and then being able to all out attack that is really good. So I'm not sure what other armies have got units that hit on fours, but I think that's probably the the unit that will benefit from the, that the most is units that hit on fours. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I Me like melee units. I think you'll see units doing this like and this will be like you'll see like a little return to some units uh making some little comebacks like lots of like little 20 man units that do like a lot of damage you might see witch elves might make some make a comeback because of the amount of output like mortec guard which are already mm. kind of fine uh and it changes the characteristic as well so you can still add plus one to hit or plus one to wound or you can yeah. add plus one rend so you can get some stupid units to like rend five mm. uh, which seems insane yeah. um and no one needs that so yeah um, and then yeah, you'll go into uh, Nighthaunt and be like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, I mean, with Nighthaunt, you'd be like, cool, I'm going to hit on twos. Like, there's, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. or Nighthaunt <laughs> with Rend. Like, so what about on Haradins? Haradins get four attacks each and they've got no mm. Rend. Can I interest you? Haradins yeah. that are four attacks each have Rend three and also you can't take ward saves because yeah. yikes. Or worse, worse, like, so many things that have, like, the, the weakness to them is their lack of Rend. Like, say, Ungor. Uh, Ungle Raiders with bows. I know that that sounds like such a silly thing, but suddenly to have a unit of 20 shooting 40 shots, even with Rend 1, like worst case scenario, Rend Oh, one, no, so it's only on melee weapons. Uh, it's only on melee weapons. Uh, only melee, sorry. Um, it's only melee attacks. But yeah, like, yeah. especially when you when you then combine it with, uh, with just all of those little horde units where I, because I think everyone's like going like, yeah, if you get Rend 3 or if you end up hitting on 2s, but I'm thinking about like worst case scenario. Like if you roll the 3, uh, if you roll the 1 and you're like, okay, well, I already hit on 3s or something, so going down to 2s isn't really worth it. I Rend not, I do it, but adding one point of Rend to a unit that doesn't have it suddenly becomes really, really useful. Mm. So I just think that even worst yeah. case scenario, this spell is super, super awesome. Um, and and yeah, I, it's worth replacing signature spells a lot of the time with. Uh, yeah, so I think this is the one we'll see taken. Uh, I think there's going to be some really yeah. good combos. Uh, if you are to, like hanging out uh, like in the chat or watching this YouTube video, hit me with all your combos. Um, uh, like I see my balls in the chat <laughs> saying Ren Five Bone Splitters is pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm keen for all of this. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's move on, shall we? Uh, because so those are again though. 
those are only Andorian locuses. So if you're yeah. running Gargants yeah. that are wizards, you're not taking that. Mm -hmm. Not that that's overly a yeah. big deal, but there you go. Um, you've got to bring those little wizards to do that. So some armies are going to have those tools. Mm. Some armies aren't going to have those tools. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting yeah. as well. Um, uh, reliability of the dice escalates, so it's really good, says Cabbage in the chat. Yeah, like, you could do a whole show on Hoarfrost. That's the game changer, yeah. in my it, opinion. It also, yeah. Hoarfrost also needs an eight to cast when the average on two dice is seven. So you off, you'll either need someone with a, bit, a plus to cast or to add a primal dice more often than not to cast it if you are just a flat Andorian locust caster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really excited yeah. about, like, throwing 20 pinks at someone, like, and then just giving them <laughs> Ren 3, and then they, like, kill... They, they just hit all my pinks, and I'm like, cool. My Brimstone Horrors, by the way, are Ren 3. They'll be like, what did you say out loud with your mouth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. This, is, this is nonsense. All right, so we're going to quickly yes. talk about uh, the command traits. Uh, and again, these can only be taken on Andorian locuses. So you've got Shame in the Chilled Lands. Uh, they know all of the spells from the Law of Frost. So those are the three spells we talked about. Eye of the Blizzard, which is start of the hero phase. Uh, if this general is on the battlefield, roll a dice and a five up. More primal uh, magic dice. So love that. Uh, chilled to the mm -hmm. bone. Once per battle, if the general suffers a miscast or a primal miscast, you can roll a dice on a three plus his general can ignore it. Um, and then Eater of Magic. Each time this general successfully unbinds a spell, roll a dice on a 5+. plus. The caster no longer knows that spell and may not cast it again for the rest of the battle. Beep, beep, beep. Um, yeah, so. but again, you are most army, like almost you're trading your command trait for this and you're making your general an Andorian Locust, which most armies aren't going to want to do. So you are, again, I, I actually, this is why I'm excited for this GHB. I think that there's a big trade. Like there's all, that you have all these things with abilities that you see it and you're like, wow, that's rad. So I can just, I've got chilled to the bone so I can ignore a thing. And you're like, yeah, but you're trading something that's probably in your army book and is better for it. Like I, I really like it. I, I, I genuinely am excited to see what people choose. What are your thoughts, Nath, on these five, four? Yeah, I agree with Dan. Uh, it does seem like it's going to be a, a big trade. A lot of people have got command abilities in their books that they'll be wanting to take, but mm. some of them are kind of interesting. And you mm. might, you, I think we'll see some of them, but I don't think, I don't think we're going to see them all the time. There's no like outright winner that's going to be flooding the realms with yeah, no, whatever there is, no, no. But yeah. I mean the the. Some of them are fun, like the five up, forget a spell one. That'd be hilarious. Make yeah. tech us forget a few things. Yeah, cool. I, I, or Nagash or any of those lads. Yeah, again, I mm. love the idea. I love the idea of uh, the, the Destro bro who's like, bro, I'm an eater of magic. This is all I'm going to do. <laughs> or even like a Zeech guy. Because if you're, if you're. Just want you to forget stuff. Just yeah. forget. Yeah. Forget. Like, forget. what also, I really you're like... like. I'm an. Go on, Dad. Oh, I'm an eater of magic, and you're like, yeah, but how many unbinds do you have a turn? And they're like, one. And you're like, okay, cool. So one five up, a, a, a battle round, like a battle round, not a turn, because I don't. Yeah. Your opponent doesn't cast in your phase. So if you've got eater of magic, you have maybe one to two unbinds a battle round to try and make them forget something on a five up. And that's only if you're within thirty inches of the spell being cast. Like I just, it's, it's. I love when people are like, I'm gonna do this, and I'm like, you're not gonna get a chance, mate. 
Also, remember, they can, like, there's no hiding next to battle line units anymore. So, like, a, a bunch of shooters are just going to go, hey, that weak, wibbly little foot caster. And you're like, yeah. And they're like, they're going to die. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. They can't hide anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, my my, fa my favorite one, is, <laughs> my, fa my favorite combo with that, thanks, Nathan, for fucking blowing all of our ear holes out with <laughs> that combo. <laughs> <laughs> uh if i might nate can we turn your mic down a tiny bit just in case uh yeah, yeah. like just a teeny bit um uh but not too much uh my first favorite... time that's ever been asked of me yeah i know yeah well i did buy everything i did buy a headset that i had strapped to your head so it works uh the cursling's yeah, my favorite well. combo so the cursling whenever he unbinds a spell he then gets to cast that spell back at you um, mm. Which is, oh no, he gets yeah. to, no, he gets to cast a spell where he learns one of your spells. So there's a super fun um. combo where he can be in the sub faction where he auto unbinds spell one, three, and five. He then like mm. unbinds your spell, tries to five up it. Then he destiny dice your next spell, tries to five up it. All while he's then also casting spells back at you, and you're like, yeah. what? S stop it! Like this is awful. Um, that's fun. Yeah. I like that little combo. That's quite cool. Uh, and I'm sure there will be some other little combos that people can put together. Um, but that's a fun one. So yeah, I think uh, yeah. shame. Go on. Yeah. I was just going to say, there's going to be a bunch of great combos, and and ways to get around any like weakness or perceived problem or like yeah, well he's got to be the general, but he can be shot out. Absolutely, there's always going to be answers to it. But the question is, how much are you investing in keeping this? like one to two cast foot hero alive but of your of your enhancements between artifacts spells abilities and command traits just to keep them alive at the expense of the actual battle plan and the battle tactics and the army and that's for me where i really am excited about this book i'm excited to see what people bring because i think as much as you can put all of this cool stuff in and be like i made this incredible andorian locust you're like yeah but you're not taking a doom ball with charge in the in the combat phase as a result so you're not like it, it is just everything there's costs to everything i absolutely adore the percussive scruff in the chat it's like i will sacrifice my whole army as long as i get to cast blizzard at someone and also and i also agree with someone there's going to be someone <laughs> there's going to be someone at a tournament like how'd your tournament go it's like zero five you'd be like wow that's, how you feeling like i actually made croak forget his spell for one game and they'll be like i'm gonna <laughs> He's like, I'm so, so, so. He has a trophy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, he, he didn't give any fucks, that guy. He's just going home. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's ordering himself a curry, putting his feet up, and he's like, I have done yeah. my work today. Uh, so I love that. That's like, pretty fun. He actually, he intentionally, he intentionally sacked games he could have won because he was seeing that Seraphon were doing poorly, and he was like, this is the only way I can match into Croak. <laughs> All right, so those are the uh, those are the the command traits, uh, which is interesting. All right, next up, we're going to talk about ooh the Nullstone adornments, which uh, like fucking Christ. Okay, so these are unique enhancements only for this GHB. You can only take these unique enhancements for this GHB if you don't have any wizards or any units that could be wizards in your army. Now uh, we probably should have talked about the fact that you could do a heroic action to unbind a spell. And you can still add the mm. primal dice to doing that. So even if you don't have any wizards yeah. in your army, you can still enjoy the primal game and primal up uh, the mm. like, and not be a sub primal is what I'm saying. So as long as you got a hero mm. on the board, 
no subprimals around, right? Which is good. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, to get a Nullstone Adornment, you have to have no wizards in your army. None. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's interesting. So, Rune Lord Stonks, give it to me. Well, I, I honestly think like it's this sort of stuff that makes me think maybe if you don't need a wizard in your army, although I probably should have talked, we talked about when we talked about one cast wizards earlier, Dan, this, the best mm. spell in the game is Mystic Shield. It's the best spell in the yep. game. It's the best economies of scale uh, spell that you can cast. Even if even if you don't have units that are that useful to run, like if you're just running all zombies, mm. then sure, Mystic Shield doesn't feel as useful. I understand. Mm. But if you got anything with like, even five up armor saves like four up three up armor saves then mystic shield becomes bonkers especially because you've got all out defense so you've got like a real way of mitigating the enemy so if you have an andorian locust basically they're my mystic shield caddy and also they've got the other spell um Mm. but like so you're gonna be in some cases like with my beast of chaos army i'm like maybe i don't even need any bray shamans to be honest, because mm. then I can maybe take one of these, but I want Bellacore in my list, and that's a wizard, so I then yep. I'm just I'm screwed basically. Uh, but what you get is you get the hand carved Nullstone icon, uh, which is a bear can attempt to unbind one spell or attempt to dispel one other spell in the enemy hero phase in the same manner of wizard. In each time the bearer successfully unbinds a spell, you can just keep doing it, right? So you basically going to have to go on. Oh, so the only thing that they're missing there is that that's going to need an FAQ for models that aren't wizards but naturally have an innate dispel. Like, if I put that on a rune lord, does he get an additional dispel that keeps no, generating same, additional dispels? It's the um, it's the same as... Uh, no, because it's the same as uh, when you... Um, no, it's the same as what used to happen with Arcane Tome, basically. So my answer is no, right, because okay. it, tell, it tells you how many you can do. Hmm. Okay, does that make sense? You can. But do but one. what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is right. So the Rune Lord has two. Like he gets to dispel, and then a separate rule gives him plus two to dispel. So if I take this and I'm like, I'm not going to use his innate dispel. I'm just going to use this ability. But he's got an innate plus two to dispel. Mm-hmm. I can just keep using this ability every time he dispels with a plus yeah, two. Yeah, as, right? as long yeah, as long as that plus two yeah. doesn't affect that ability to dispel. Hmm. Yeah. Then yes. Anyway, I just just uh, but I don't know if we'll see this one as much, but it is interesting. It is interesting. You got the pouch of null dust, hilarious name. Uh, it just makes me think of Nathan with a pouch of squigs, a little pocket full of goblins. Yeah, it's like, oh, let me just deploy my squigs out of my pockets. There we go. Um, uh, absolutely, put... anyone that takes this needs to bring a little baggie of glitter, and when you use it, you pinch it and you just throw it at your opponent. <laughs> you like splash it in their face, and you're like, get fucking null dusted. Since I uh, got full night's sleep, I don't think there's many think- things of there aren't many things that can make me very upset. But I think if someone was to like throw glitter at me at an event, I think that I would I would fight them like immediately. Not fight, just phys- <laughs> I just physically assault them. Like I'd be like, well, it's your fault. <laughs> like you asked for it. Like it, this is prior warning. Um, so anyway, I hate glitter so much. Right? Once, yeah. uh, so there's Patrick- nothing more. No- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing more upsetting than glitter. Yeah. glitter Which is me, effectively just... what this is. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, no, it's too late. Uh, pouch of Noldus. Once per battle at the start of the hero phase, you can say that the bearer will use their pouch of Noldus. If you do so until the end of that phase, unmodified casting rolls of one, two, or three, uh, double one, two, or three, are treated as miscasts or primal miscasts. Uh, in addition, roll a dice for each endless spell on the battlefield on a five plus. That endless spell is dispelled. So it's only once per battle, and normally I'm like, boo, mm. boo. Uh, but uh, this is stonks to the moon, uh, in my yeah. opinion. 
So if you do so until the end of that phase, unmodifying casting. So you just turn one, you deploy, and then Croak's like, time to cast spells. I'm like, cool. Here's my pouch of Noldust, dust, glitter in the face. Yeah. Fight. Mm-hmm. And then after the fight is finished, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after the yeah. fight is over, so be like, oh, I can't cast any spells. So and, and the other about? important thing that it doesn't say here, but they have already FAQ'd it, is you, you say you're going to use it, you throw it in your opponent's face, and then you play Darude Sandstorm and dance. Uh, <laughs> it's an important three-step process. So you go like, get fucking glittered. Like, you've got to. There's no no way around it. Um, yeah, the pure concept. But it will yeah. utterly... It'll break your opponent on the tabletop and also as a person. And that's the important con- yeah. like well, one-two there. Uh, Nath, let's say if you were to bring like a, a big casty army and then, you know, yeah. turn one, maybe you cast some spells that's not important, but then turn two, you get into that fight and then they're like, cool. Uh, casting rolls that include double one, double two, or double three, a trait is miscast. By the way, that's 8%. I think someone did the math earlier. Um, if uh-huh. the primal dice was rolled uh, as part of the casting roll or primal as a primal miscast, and in addition, roll a dice for each end of the spell on a five plus roll, uh, it's gone. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it'd be uh, a twitchy bum time for the old hero face. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you still roll the dice? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow. Got okay. To, you can't You can't deny. You've got to go for it. Okay, just keep going. Uh, it's in the lap of the gods now. Go for okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right, right. Uh, and then the final one is polish and also pebble when this unit is picked as, uh, it basically it's just a four plus spell ignore on your general uh, on your dude who's carrying it uh, and then it, mm. you don't but you don't ignore it it has to go towards another unit within three inches um, and then if there's no unit within three inches then you ignore yeah. the effect and it doesn't say it has to be an enemy unit so let's say I put my wizard in your army it's in combat with your army and you try to cast a spell on mm. it then i four plus it onto one of your units it's like the first ver- sorry the perfect version of how this is best mm. done and it's still like yeah. it's just a four spell ignore dude like yeah. i don't yeah. care like uh so and it, it it doesn't have to be uh yeah it just could be a hero yes mm. it, uh, it has to be a non-wizard hero doesn't it yeah, yeah non-wizard hero yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you could be, you could put this on like a Frost Lord on Stonehorn, right? And then like I'm like, you know what? Maybe I do want a four of spell ignore and something like that. It's pretty good. Like, that's it. Yeah, but usually, it it's useful. But a Frost Lord on Stonehorn usually has better options of artifacts. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. Just maybe that ends up just being something that you do, right? Hmm. Um. Uh, a more crusher? How about a four at spell ignore yeah. and a more crusher, Nath? Yeah. 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 Well, they have one already on a weird thing, don't they? But I guess, yeah. You could be a fasted and also have a four at spell yeah. ignore. Yeah. Mm. So maybe it's better than it's I not, think it is. Not a, yeah. not a bad shout because, uh, yeah. But if, you, otherwise if you're, you're doing do... him like the, the big destroyer axe or something like that, yeah. but, which. But it Maybe doesn't replace. It doesn't replace the destroyer axe. You would get. You would if you're on what are a, these artifacts. What are these? These are these are these are like Galician uh, upgrades. Oh, so you need. No, you you cannot give a null stone adornment to a hero that already has an artifact of power. Oh, that's... it replaces their artifact. But let's remember, you're no longer putting the destroyer 
blade thing onto a war boss on foot who tunnel masters and moves and then charges in your opponent's first turn. Like, you're no longer pulling that count, shenanigans. But it doesn't count as your artifact of power enhancement. Um, uh, you, so you well, get an extra, an extra one. So you get an extra artifact effectively then. But you can't put yeah. on to the same dude. So go. Yeah. So if you had double more crusher, which is a thing, you could give one the destroyer and one the Spalignor. Mm. Right. Is okay. That what it's saying? Yeah, that's what is it's that... saying. That's weird. Yeah. That's so weird. Like, okay, all right, fine. Uh, you get this and, if you have uh, no wizards. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I don't know if we'll see it a lot. I don't know if we'll see these a lot. And they're so yeah. restrictive. So restrictive. Mm. Versus bringing yeah. any wizard and shouting the word primal at the top of your lungs. <laughs> yeah, I think the only armies we'll see this <laughs> are armies that never took wizards. So like Corn, Ko, and um, some Iron Jaws lists that because they've got so much in war chanters yeah. that they don't need it. Um, but yeah, Corn, Ko, uh, 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 Fire Slayers—they're they're the only armies that are going to take it. However, though, I will say the thing I really dig about Nullstone Ordnance, and it's why I'm so hype about this GHB really excited for war dollies is you know in previous editions we had like oh galley champs are the best thing but here's a way that galley champs die like to still kill galley champs or like galley veterans are are the the focus but also here's a battalion that kills galley veterans really easily this is like it's it's gone yeah. and dorian locuses are the focus but here's a a small way to mess them up like it's not like it's not like an immediate like hard counter to it it's more of a it's more subtle and i like that i like that it's not just we've made a thing good and we've immediately given you a way to utterly rip it to shreds yeah it's a it's quite an interesting one um like i like the pouch of nordus though that's fun the glitter yeah. bomb uh it's fun. i'm guessing sons of beer are gonna love that aren't they because Yes. It's an extra enhancement they can give one mm. of their dudes. Sons of yep. Bihomat. Uh, can you imagine uh, can you imagine a big sorry Rob, it's but okay. a big mega gargant pulling out a tiny little pouch of glitter in the middle of a battle and just being like <laughs> just a little puff. Oh great. <laughs> that is good though. That is good, yeah. No spells for you. Um okay, so let's talk about the battalions that you get in this. Uh, so Dan just alluded to those. Now, I should, this is where I should say that um, uh, Galician Veterans has gone away. And actually, mm. that's probably the thing that should be talked about a lot in coverage. The game has changed significantly mm. because Galician Veterans have gone. Um, so lots of arm, lots of units. And I'm really hoping, fingers crossed, toes crossed, that in the FAQ, they just make it a core rule that the Galician Veterans is just a battalion or just a thing that happens um mm. uh, effectively and what that is is being able to fight in two ranks with infantry units really um because that really sucks if they take that away my personal opinion yeah. <clears throat> um uh, for lots of different well, it makes units, 32 right? makes units on 32 mils struggle a lot doesn't it yeah yeah like mm. it's yeah it's it's rubbish and it's just because it's a core mechanic mm. that they've missed this is like the, yeah. honestly this is like like they're aware of it they have people in FAQ groups and playtest groups telling them mm. that it's a thing. Yeah. And it would be really, really sad if this is one of those things that they ignore. Um, because mm. it's just, we know uh, that it's a problem, right? In my opinion. So mm. uh, I'd be sad if that if that happens. Uh, okay, mm. so that's gone away. But there are two new ones. You've got the Andorian Acolytes, uh, which requires two champion heroes with a wounds characteristic uh, of 10 or less. Uh, and there's an optional 
champion hero. Uh, and then you get mm. the coordinated augmentation. At the start of the hero phase, if there are two or more friendly Andorian locust units in this battalion on the battlefield, you roll a dice. On a three plus, you gain additional primal dice. So you can have four primal dice from just rolling it normally. You can have... Uh, uh, sorry, but sorry. Over the course of a battle round, you could generate four, potentially, from... Like, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then there's a command trait where you can take... Uh, where you can roll mm. a five in each of the hero phases. So that's an additional two yeah. for six. And then if you take the battalion, then you can max out at getting two more um, at the start mm. of each hero phase and getting yourself eight primal dice. Mm. Uh, so that's your kind of... That's your max... Um, what do you both think about this? And probably this is the point where you should also mention Dan, that like you said earlier, you can now just shoot heroes. So yeah, uh, there's also going to just be a giant fucking target <laughs> on that wizard's head. Yeah, yeah. Th this is this is this is what I mean by saying like what? How much are you putting into keeping that one squishy wizard? Like nine times out of ten, even slaves to darkness, these wizards are squishy. The amount of effort you're putting into buffing them and keeping them alive is just making them more of an attractive target because you're like, you know what I've gone and done? I've gone and invested my entire battle and army into primal dice. And then your opponent's like, see all these sentinels I've got? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, so they're, they're all dead. They're all dead. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Arrows, arrows are a thing. You know, like the wizard being like the genie, just like phenomenal cosmic power. And then some dude with a fucking rock just tosses it from the other side and says, where is your magic god now? Uh, so I quite like it. I just think it's going to be a really delicate balancing act of how much do you invest versus how much uh, are you willing to lose? Yeah, uh, I think um, I think are you going all in? I mean, obviously those guys who are like, I'm just doing Blizzard every round. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this... Yep. They're taking this. You can, and don't forget, you can only take one of each of these battalions in your mm. lists. So you can only take one. So oh. that's that's your maximum. Um, uh, Nathan, what are your thoughts on the coordinated augmentation? You're tempted to get a couple of grot uh, lads in this. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it a whirl a couple of times, just so I can max out and get some more dice because the primal dice thing looks fun. But uh, yeah, I can't see it being particularly game changing. No. Yeah, it'll change. Change some games, but I don't. I don't see it being like a competitive thing. Yeah. Well, I, so the other thing is as well, and we're not going to cover the battle plan today. We'll do that on next week's show, um, or mm. end the spells. Mm -hmm. One of the two. We'll, we'll take our time with this stuff. Um, but one of the things to talk about with the the core battalions uh, is sorry with. Um, oh god what was i saying sorry about going first so taking a battle regiment and going first is that there are loads of battle plans where going second is much better um like they've given and also the core mm. rules for this you know the primal focus means that if you go second you also get additional um uh you also get an additional command point or an additional cast so there are yeah. battle plans where going second is better generally in the season going second yeah. is better as well anyway um and so yeah. like these are all got to fight with being as low drop as possible mm. uh to get the yeah, choice yeah. battle reds yeah. are still still yeah. the best but yeah isn't it? yeah 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 uh i agree so that, i think that's yeah. yeah, Battle Ridge, Super King, yeah. And the last one is the Wizard Finders of Andor, so Hagrid. 
Uh, each time a unit in this battalion is picked to fight, you can see it will go on a wizard hunt. Woohoo! If you do so, pick one I love value. that you have to say that. Like, if my opponent doesn't say we're going on a wizard hunt, I'm like, <laughs> okay, the rule doesn't work. You need to specify that you are going on a wizard hunt. What you're up to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's fun. Uh, so, uh, yeah, each time this unit is battalion is picked to fight, you can say that it will go on a wizard hunt. If you do so, pick one melee weapon profile on that is war scroll. Until the end of that phase, add one to the attack's characteristic of that melee weapon. Um, uh, but all of the attacks that you target makes the target an enemy wizard. Wizards cannot be included in this battalion. So, uh, I mean, there's, uh, there's infantry. You, so it's an infantry unit, a hero unit, and then an optional infantry unit, and an optional monster unit uh which is quite interesting uh, like exactly yeah so it's pretty interesting um i like this for bulgore uh they are four wounds or less uh and i like the idea of getting an extra attack on my melee weapons uh when i target a wizard when i have deep strike and i'm gonna wreck a toad so a slan is just ready to get frogged up um but i think this again is going to be an edge case yeah, it's going to be an edge case. Yeah. I'm going to put on my Mangler Squig. Send him in there. <laughs> Extra attack against something. All right, yeah. that's good energy. That's primal, Nathan. Yeah. That's good. That's primal. <laughs> but remember primal. to do that, Rob. To yeah. put your uh, to put your Bulgore into this battalion, you're no longer taking a battle regiment, meaning you're not a one drop. So you're not choosing who gets first turn. Um, no, I, I'm also I'm being sarcastic. I'm really excited oh. for it. I love it when there's. Uh, like good specific battalions that give you a reason not to battle reg i think that makes it really interesting yeah i think so but ultimately your bonus is incredibly small one additional attack on your melee weapons if you're targeting mm. a wizard like it's so specific like yeah. maybe if nagash and archeon end up being like insane in the next 12 months then sure yeah because like both of them are wizards additional attack but even mm. additional attacks not loads but i guess an additional attack i've cast Horfrost on them oh no way i can't i can't uh, oh no i can still have a wizard on my in my army yeah like, yeah so yeah. i can i can cast yeah, yeah. Hor i can uh, cast Horfrost on them um uh so i think yeah. that's interesting but yeah overall not a huge fan of this uh that's every unit in the battalion think right? about yeah. this absolutely fucks up um, if you take this, you're going to dominate uh, uh, what's it called? Um, um, Lumineth Realm Lords uh, because for their units. I know that specifically one model is chosen to be the wizard when they cast, but the unit is a unit of wizards. So I would argue that if you use this against them, hey, 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 you're chopping them to bits. Yeah, it is honestly quite interesting. Like, It depends how many wizards we see on the tabletop. Maybe it's going to be... I feel like there'll be more wizards in lists but the net effect mm. will be the same because everyone's got the same amount of primal dice. So, like, yeah. I think so. I think wizards generally tend to go up, but then I think what happens mm. is endless spells go down because it's so yeah. easy to get rid of them. Uh, but again, it depends on the points cost. Like, gem new Geminids is legitimately insane, but it should be FAQ to just be one unit. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all of the kind of core mm. concepts that are in the new GHB. But we've got mm -hmm. battle plans, but some of the battle plans are crazy good and super interesting and fun, but a couple yep. of them need FAQ, so we're waiting for that. One of the battle plans, yep. uh, which is very funny, is you can make D3 enemy units just get off the board. And then you, and the way it's written is, I never need to let it come back on the board, which is dumb. Also, also it needs uh -huh. FAQ, yeah, also it needs FAQing because you have to come in within six inches of the board edge 
and your mega mm. boss or more crusher nathan is actually on a six and a half inch base so, <laughs> so even oh, if, dear. yeah, so even if right. I was uh, like, you were like, oh, I'll take my more crush off. I was like, let me stop you. You can't do that. I'm afraid, because uh, you can't bring it back on. Uh, like, oh. which is fun. Uh, so yeah, so some of the battle plans need FAQ yeah. in, not all of them, and yeah. some of them sound super fun. And then the endless yeah. spells we don't have points for, so they're not currently out either at the moment, which. Uh, so I think it's uh, you really need some context on the points of the endless spells. They're super fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we could play a really fun guessing game, like guessing the points cost, but we're not going to do that at the minute. I think that seems like mm. a mistake. Um, yeah, some of them might get changed. I'm... Biggest change though: cogs no longer yeah. recast, no no longer reroll spells, which yeah. obviously is massive in this edition. And then also mm. umbral spell portal. You measure to the umbral spell portal to yes. unbind. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. So. Overall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I'm I'm super excited. Like how many? It's not just one or two battle plans. Like there's so many battle plans now that have benefits for going second in the battle round. Yeah. And I really I like that because there's just so many more reasons now to encourage decision making, like rather than than just all because it used to be you go back an edition and a half, and if you got the double turn, you took the double turn every like most of the time to really punish your opponent. Now it really does beg the question of what you're going to do. Yeah, I think I think this is a really. What's your what are your highlights so far, Nathan? What are you thinking so far? Like, give me some highlights, Dan. I'll ask yours in a second. Uh, like, what are your highlights? Chat. What are your highlights as well? And if you are watching this back as a video, uh, please do let me know what your highlights are. I'd be interested to know. Yeah, I'm for for my armies that I run. I'm kind of interested in the spell law mainly because I want the Horfrost thing. Yeah. The, I want my goblins to be hitting on twos. That'd be fun. Um, the fact, uh, one of the other fact, the big things is that um, little heroes are targetable now. I think that's mm. uh, going to be a massive, uh, a massive change again, especially with my little heroes that I've got. Mm. Uh, I've got used to them being immune to shooting and stuff, and and dodging out the way so hmm. yeah uh they're gonna be targets again and they're, they're the little buff pieces that that i feel like i need so i'm gonna have to get used to trying to look after them mm-hmm. um but yeah uh it's i think the new battle um the scenarios and the battle tactics and that they're gonna be that it's just gonna be a case of learning to play those again uh and hopefully getting on top of them. Well, we're going to go through those. Yeah, we didn't go through the battle tactics today because I think Mm. that's so integrally tied with scoring Mm. that we should talk talk about that with missions in addition as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because they're they're all tied together as a little group. Um, uh, Because, I mean, and, and like Dan has alluded to, some of them are okay. I personally think that they're quite a tiring set of battle tactics over the course of 12 mm. months i think that they're like they're either so intractable that they're not going to be a part of the game which really reduces how many there are down um or mm. they're going to be like they're fairly formulaic which is uh, again i don't know like I, I i'm not super pro those at the moment for me mm. uh my favorite bit probably is going to be uh the I, I think i think i really like the primal thing I think it's dumb. Hmm. I think it probably makes spellcasting weirdly worse for spellcasting armies uh, and stronger for other armies, which is so weird. Um, and then it's like, well, what's their what's their USP then 
if that makes sense mm. Mm. uh like so i find that i find that quite odd um but like i i, I think it's gonna have people have very fun and engaging stories on the tabletop yeah I, and i think that's pretty cool i think that's pretty yeah. cool yeah um and i think anything that does that is better mm. Mm. I do know when I've played games, I've often thought, ah, oh, this is a spell that I'd love to be able to force through. And then mm. I've just not been able to. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see if, if when I get to those situations, if I'm now able to force them through or if it just gets counter mm. counteracted because they've also got the primal dice as well. So mm. yeah. I mean, I'm interested it, to see it's... how that plays. It's interesting what they will consider to be worthy of primal dice and what you consider to be a primal mm. dice, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think could be quite yeah. fun as well. Uh, Dan, what are your what are your favorite takeaways so far from this? Um, the, okay, like I'm, I have said it I'm, that I'm excited that it's a twelve month uh, one because I'm hoping what that means is some of these like sto- like books that we're getting will add more battle tactics. Like, like, you know, like, hopefully we see uh, a couple more because, yeah, their battle tactics are a little limiting. I love that none of the, uh, that just so much, and when you get to the battle tactics and the, the other stuff, so much of it, it, it says Andorian locuses are the focus, but they aren't, there's no battle tactics about them. You know, like, there's no, there's, you don't need them to score, you don't need them to do certain things. I really, I think for me, they've kind of started to find the balance of, a really interesting season with a flavor and a theme without saying if you don't fit this flavor or theme you're fucked for six months or 12 months um there's obviously always going to be haves or haves nots there's armies that are going to do better into this ghb than others but i think it's nicely balanced in that it's not just um here are your heroes that are the best here is a battalion that can immediately take away all of the rules that we just gave those heroes go and have fun rock paper scissors I, I i love it and i'm excited for primal magic i think it's a wonderful balance of like strategy and absurdity uh i'm super stoked i'm stoked for this edition in general yeah. and i i, I, I think, think the that's... missions i think the missions look really fun um uh which is yeah. good and as a to there are more options for missions which is super good for mm. me as well um cool. Uh, like, because that was it was pretty rough. And again, uh, and I'm yeah. gonna make I'm gonna make a more detailed review of this when I review the list mm. properly. But if you go into com and go look at the stats, you can click look at the win rates via battle plan. And and mm. once you do that, you can see that the sheer difference, uh, the dif- difference between win rates for different armies and different battle plans is actually pretty diverse. So it's actually super yeah. worth looking at if you get the opportunity to do mm. it. Um, so so do go go do that. Uh, but yeah, like loads more loads more um uh to look at and review and again we're in a kind of holding position thanks phil spriggers mm. for resubscribing uh we're in a we're in a holding position until we see what happens with these faqs these pri- like this mm. conversation we're having about the primal dice may massively change next week mm. we don't mm. know um and so i think that'll be very interesting uh, and then also mm. in addition there's all the points to cover so it's we're still so yeah. early like i've got an event this weekend and I'm like, God, that's early. That's early for this. Yeah. Like, I know with no. internet culture, it can feel like this stuff has just flown by mm. and it's already over, but it's just barely begun, uh, which is super exciting. Mm. So I'm looking forward to talking about it more in the future. Yeah. Uh, looking yeah. forward to talking about it a lot. All right. Well, if you have been listening to the show, I want to thank you for doing so. Please do uh, like and subscribe on YouTube or um, do review us on uh, on um, 
the podcast formats. That'd be rad. Uh, and then if you uh, enjoyed the show, shout out Nathan and Dan next time you see them because they're wonderful people. Thanks to Nathan and Dan. I hope you had a nice time. Oh, thank Love it. You. Golden Age Award always. Uh, good uh, and that shout out to the chat for joining us I appreciate all of you uh, we are live every Monday at 7pm if you want to come and join us uh, and if you just want to hang out with me I'm live all through the week so you can do that as well so thanks uh, for hanging out and oh go on Nathan when you um, when you're um, doing the you're streaming the games this weekend this weekend on the T-Sports Network yeah on, on the T-Sports Network on Saturday and Sunday yeah, I was just asking which which network that was on so if I'm honest cool. with you like it's, it's a, so it's the biggest event I'm going to have run on my own here at the arena so I, mm-hmm. I don't I feel a bit like oh god I'm adding an additional thing for me to do on top of it which I don't mm-hmm. super want to do um, mm-hmm. uh, but like it's also new GHB. Like I think it'll it's add something cool. to the event, yeah. which I think oh, people yeah. will be really happy about. Uh, like so, ultimately it's going to be fun, but it's just going to be a busy week, like leading up to yeah, it. Yeah. So uh, I cool. hope the games mm. end up being. I hope everyone comes with the "I'm going to blow my wizards up" attitude to make it like hilarious. Absolutely, yeah. come on, all Gracie yeah. is with with uh, with the Blizzard. Gracie is with Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, listen, chat. If you've got any uh, thoughts, please do let us know. Thanks, everyone, on the Osmo Game Patreon for supporting us. Couldn't do it without you. Loads of love and goodbye.